You're listening to the Baby Dust Fertility Podcast, and I'm your host, Hannah Bowers. Now, on to the show. This podcast is sponsored by the Fertility Roadmap, your guide to optimizing conception. The self-paced course teaches you everything you need to know to feel confident on your conception journey. Over six modules, you'll gain in-depth knowledge on hormones, how to track and confirm ovulation, when to take a pregnancy test, and strategic lifestyle shifts that are proven to enhance fertility. You'll also gain access to an exclusive community, monthly Q&As, and bonus downloads. Enroll today at blissberrywellness.com. Welcome back to the Baby Dust Fertility Podcast. I hope that you've been having just a really great week and that you've been able to get caught up on all the amazing episodes that we've had come out recently. I'd love to know if you have a favorite episode, head over to Instagram, send me a message. I'd love to hear from you here, which which episode was the most impacting for your situation. You can find me at Hannah Bowers, I-N-H-C, and I look forward to discussing with you there. But today I'm sitting down with Natalia Griffin, who is the founder founder of this beautiful, beautiful hypnosis for fertility app. She is just really connected the pieces between just all the things that go on in our head and our brain. I know we're going to dive into it much more eloquently here in a minute, but all of those things with fertility. And we were just discussing before we hit the record button, and I was just complimenting how I appreciate this emphasis because I feel like in the fertility space, we we a lot of times don't associate um, any stored traumas or uh, repetitive thought processes or, or, you know, like all of these things that really just didn't dive in very, very clearly. Uh, it's, it's very much more thorough, but all of these things and how they connect to the ability con- to conceive. Um, so welcome, Natalia. Thank you for just spending a few minutes with us today to discuss your work and how hypnosis can just be such a benefit for couples who are trying to conceive. Hannah, it's so good to be on with you. Like I mentioned, really glad to connect. Yeah, I, I'm thrilled. Um, I think that the the niche that you have stepped into is just such it's it's like a it's it's like an open barren field because there's not a lot of people who have really stepped into this niche to really support women in their journey here. Um, so how did you arrive in this space? I think that's always my curious question to start off with. What led you here as opposed to going anywhere else with your work? Yeah, so my work my work didn't start here. Okay. Um, I, I originally was working with entrepreneurs okay. and, you know, overcome a lot of the thing as we, as entrepreneurs, you know, face like imposter syndrome and, mm. you know, limiting beliefs around money and success and all of those types of things that, you know, if you're an entrepreneur or, you know, and you're a high achieving woman in the corporate world, you probably have faced, um, And this is, you know, coming from a background of 10 years working in corporate. So working Mm with 95% males found hypnotherapy, it just was medicine to my soul, started pouring into other people, quit my job in corporate because they offered me a four week long maternity leave. Oh, wow. That's so short. Yeah. Um, And then I dived into hypnosis and as a hypnotherapist, um, got board certified. And then I had my first, well, obviously I had my first son 
and I didn't have any health or fertility issues. It was um, relatively seamless for us to get pregnant the first time. And then when it came time to family plan for a second go, um, I got really sick and didn't really know why. Long story short, I was gaslit by my OB for about eight weeks. He just wanted to throw me on birth control, um, saying that my issues and my constant bleeding was just hormonal. And me tune into myself. I was like, I've never had hormone issues. This isn't the problem. Like I need someone to actually engage with me and figure out what is actually going on. Why am I bleeding? Why don't I feel well? And um, after really truly honoring myself and knowing this wasn't just a hormonal issue, I continued searching for answers and a lot of, you know, um, a lot of prayer, a lot of meditation. And it guided me to a midwife. And within 30 minutes of meeting with this midwife, she discovered I was having an undiagnosed ectopic pregnancy and I needed surgery now. Wow. Um, and it was all a very big shock to discover that you had in fact conceived your sibling's child. And in the same 24 hours as you said, hello, you needed to say goodbye through mm, surgical yeah. remover, removal. And it was very, um, it was, it rocked me. And I was already a hypnotherapist at the time. And I had all the tools in my back pocket. And I thought to myself, I, and I'm still like, this is really hard. And I don't have any one in my network that I know can help me through this. And it really became an issue when I started to try to conceive after healing. And my husband and I were ready to try again. And even just the thought of being intimate was triggering. And I thought to myself, I am one. And my story is just a shade open to the experiences of what many women, like I dip my toe into fertility challenges. What I know now and what women go through, um, I mean, pain is pain, right? Hurt is hurt, but it really doesn't even scratch the surface on the challenges that women go through. And so um, that experience of my ectopic pregnancy and loss and trying to conceive again after loss and all the you know PTSD that comes with that, I realized, okay, I am one of millions of women that are not being supported on a subconscious level. Mm -hmm. And if you know anything about this, you know, how the mind works and how you show up in the world, the subconscious mind is the most powerful. And so it was that turning point that made me say, okay, you know what, this is a group of women that aren't being adequately supported at a subconscious level. And these are the women that I'm to serve. Mm, wow. What a experience though. I can't even imagine going through that you know, with the saying, you know, I've got a problem here. I've got a problem here and just not being heard or taken seriously and just how traumatic that would be getting to that point of realizing what was actually going on. Uh, just that had to be so difficult. It was pretty enraging. Like mm -hmm. before I went to the hospital to have my surgery, I drove like a bat out of hell mm. <laughs> back to that doctor and I like flung the doors open. <laughs> I was like, doctor. <laughs> and I laid into him. I was so angry. 
Cause I was like, I literally almost lost my life because of your lack of being able to listen and interest in what's actually going on here. And you just want to medicate me. Like I was so mad. Um, that felt was very lethargic and <laughs> healing for me to go face to face with that doctor. Um, but yeah, I was extremely angry. Mm. Yeah. And I think it's important, like for the women listening to know, like to have your markers open and your ears open for if you are being gaslit to make sure that you are getting adequate medical attention because there are plenty of amazing talented Mm -hmm. um, midwives and OBs and doctors who are willing to listen and put their egos aside to try to figure out what's actually going on with you. That's such a huge and important point. I know it was about in and of itself, what you just described was the huge catalyst in our own journey. Um, Wow. Almost, almost nine years ago. Now we went in with some bleeding issues and we're just basically told that it was, you know, without any real evaluation that you just, that we just want to get pregnant and that we, we weren't thinking of that at the time. And that, you know, if we got to the point where we're ready for a family, just come back. And so we thought that was like, wow, we really didn't, nobody really acknowledged Hmm. what we came in for. So we went to another doctor and we lived in a small town and same exact deal. He walked in the door. He'd already figured out what he wanted to figure out. You know, you just come back. We'll just, we'll just give you those meds and we'll just make it happen when it's time. And I remember leaving that just feeling so confused and like, it was almost like this bizarre, like, did that even just happen? I don't really know what's going on. And I remember my husband looking at me and saying, you know, we don't, we don't have to do that. We will, we will explore other options before we go that path. Um, and I and, um, feel like good for him. Like I being know, so appreciated. Yeah. yeah. He's, he was really truly the catalyst that kind of got me interested in fertility stuff. Um, I mean, I think with our story, we would have gotten there eventually, but he's really the one that kind of pushed forward and was like, let's just, you know, let's just dive in. I think that the majority of providers out there are doing their best with the tools they have. I mean, we can argue that there are some that probably could work on their compassionate listening skills. I've personally experienced that, but I've also personally experienced mainstream medical doctors who are amazing. And so the goal there is not to throw them under the bus, but there is this like mind, body, spirit, whole being connection that we can't dismiss. Um, so yeah. So what, it, when, when you jumped into this work, obviously you're really connecting that mind body piece. You're helping women kind of break through things there. What was some of the first and most surprising things that you discovered, um, just in whether it's realizations that women had when they're going through that process connections that they made, is there anything that really just jumped out to you? Like, wow, I maybe didn't expect for there to be like this, uh, healing breakthrough or, or connection, I don't know if that question makes sense. It's kind of a bit long. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think I understand. I think, let me try to reiterate what you're asking is, is when I started working with women in the fertility spaces or something that surprised me. Yeah. Yeah. Just streamline with everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so one thing I, I found pretty streamlined, I would say with 90% of women, that are on this journey and whether they're doing IVF and I'm supporting them on that journey and optimizing their um, success there, or if they're trying naturally or, you know, wherever they are on the journey, when they're trying to conceive a baby, 90% of them are functioning with masculine dominant energy. 
and it's not their fault. And it's only natural that it happens when you're on that journey. Um, so for those listening or Hannah, I don't know if you're too familiar with, you know, masculine, the Mm -hmm. feminine energy, but we all need a healthy balance of it. Like women, we need a healthy balance of healthy, mature, masculine energy and men, their strength is, you know, in their masculinity, but also having, you know, true powerful men have that, uh, an element, a aspect of feminine energy too, that makes them more empathetic, have a higher emotional intelligence and things like that. But, um, women are naturally kind of pushed into a masculine energy when they're trying to conceive because things are very calculated. Mm. Things are very measured. She's tracking her cycle most likely. And so that starts in the beginning of the day. Okay. Checking my temperature, writing it down, um, noting everything that I'm, that's happening, noticing things I'm eating, um, how much rest I'm getting, um, if you're doing IVF, okay, measuring out this medication and when I'm going to go ahead and, um, give myself administer this, this shot, um, when I have this appointment. Yeah. It's a lot of a metrics lot. and tracking and, and yeah. we need to be in tune with our bodies. We need to go figure out, you know, if we're ovulating, we need to track our cycles. We need to go to the appointment. We have to do all the things. If we want to do IVF. We need that masculine energy for us to be able to achieve and do that journey. However, what I find is that the feminine energy is completely diluted and lost. Mm. And as women, like what I, what I have discovered on this journey and like the magic of us as women and surrendering to miracles in our health and in relationships and really any area of our life is when we truly surrender and embody our feminine energy. And so what that kind of looks like is a posture of arms wide open. Yes, I'm doing all of these things that I have to do on this journey, but, and I am worthy. I'm, I am, of course I'm worthy. I'm just surrendering what's given to me and what's already mine. And um, a shift in the energy of stop forcing this to happen and just letting it happen. So it's like, you can almost see in the posture change, forcing this to happen versus exhale. I'm going to let this happen. And so that's all energetic stuff that I have, um, that has been become not initially, but become part of my practice in working with women. Hey friends, are you tired of taking your temperature every single morning? Well, I want to introduce you to the temp drop. The temp drop is a wearable fertility monitor that automatically takes your basal body temperature. It's compatible with polycystic ovarian syndrome and can even be used postpartum, making this an extremely versatile device to have on hand. What's great about this monitor is that it will automatically sync with your cell phone app, making it simple to take your temperature and track it. Now you can save on the temp drop if you head over to tempdrop.com and use the code blissberrywellness. Hmm. Yeah, there's a huge shift there in the, like, you know, I think we do, our society really orchestrates it so that, you know, to be the successful woman, to have the career, to do this, to do that, you know, it's like, you just got to be on top of it. You got to go, go, go. You got to burn both ends of the candle. And the challenge there is that it's like, you get so stuck in this like tackle mode that you just don't actually get to 
tune in and be and exist and have peace with how things are going to happen because it's just so much focused on like forcing the needle further. Um, and, and so I can see that being such a huge like rock that you have to move. Do you find that that's, that's like in and of itself is like a big piece of work to do uh, to make that mental shift? Is it something that you find that is, you know, I guess it depends on the person, but it comes easily to shift back into that more feminine energetic state. What, what's that experience like usually? Um, so, I, I mean, the masculine and the feminine energy oftentimes get balanced, like I said, off balance when the women are just like, just on the journey itself will do it. However, behind every woman that's on the fertility journey has a story. She's got trauma and, you know, we're talking big T trauma or small T trauma. And so if you, if those of you listening, you don't know what I mean by that, like big tree trauma is, you know, the, the typical things when you think about trauma, like a big, bad accident or a, um, a abusive upbringing, um, a traumatic experience with a partner. I don't know, something like that big T trauma versus a small T trauma, which is being embarrassed in your first grade class. That's trauma. Mm -hmm. And so trauma isn't what happens to you. It truly is what happens within you. And that's all relative and subject mm -hmm. to the person. Um, so there's trauma and societal conditioning, family conditioning. And so I would say between those three trauma, family, and societal conditioning all has the capability to throw a woman's, um, energy off in terms of if she's functioning in masculine dominance or a healthy equal of both. Um, and I find that when I dive into, especially with my one-on-one -on work with clients and we heal the trauma and we transform the trauma, we transform limiting, limiting belief systems into empowering belief systems, her energy automatically begins to shift. Hmm. And so I do a little bit, I mean, that's the majority of what's all taken care of there, but I do a little bit of coaching with the, um, with the feminine work too, in terms of letting go and just making her aware of where she's forcing things in her life. Um, but oftentimes it's just a natural, it's a, it's a natural result from healing the trauma, because I think we, as women, I mean, I think this is probably a divisive conversation and topic, but we as women are wired to be a certain way. We are wired to be in our feminine. And if we're not, it's just conditioning. Hmm. And same with men. Men are born in a biological body to be in their masculine. And if they're not, it's trauma, family, or societal conditioning. And the beautiful hmm. thing about that is everything, our minds are plastic. It's not metal. It's all conditioning, which means it can be reconditioned. Mm. Yeah, let's hover there for a second. You know, I, I think for a lot of people, the concept of li limiting beliefs and switching that to more of like positive, empowered beliefs is kind of a foreign concept. Do you mind kind of breaking that down a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, to, to bring it back to the fertility conversation, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I call these limiting beliefs, baby blocks. Because a lot of women come to me, let's say, who have, you know, unexplained infertility, for example, or, you know, they're doing, maybe they've got some low egg quality and they're doing IVF and they want to optimize their chances. So I speak with them and we kind of see how life is going and their relationship with themselves. A lot of women don't even know, honestly, what that is. Mm, yeah. So I find that that alone is super powerful work. 
Mm -hmm. um, to help cultivate that relationship with self. Um, But like, for example, a baby block could be, things are just hard for me. Things are always hard for me. I can get what I want, but it just takes a really long time. And so that's a limiting belief system. You know, it's not something so tragic, like I hate myself. I'm awful. It's also a limiting belief system, but something as simple as things are just hard for me. Hmm. Um, a limiting belief system is also diagnosis. When a doctor comes up to you and says, well, we don't know what's going on, but you have unexplained infertility. Boom. Identity slapped on her chest without her knowing it. And so words are incredibly powerful. And that's one of the things that I share with the work that I do. I mean, it's, there's science backing this, like there's frequency to everything. There's frequency to health. There's frequency to fertility. There's frequency to our words. And so there's, I don't know if you're familiar with the Japanese water um, study, but there was this Japanese Mm -hmm. doctor Mm -hmm. that studied water and he basically studied the molecule and the molecules um, of water where there was, you know, spoken terrible words of, and, and bad intentions to versus positive love and light words to, and he froze the water and then looked at them underneath, um, a microscope to look at their molecular structure and the water that was spoken, we'll say ill words to was completely disorganized versus the water that was spoken love and gratitude to, and the molecular structure was completely organized and pristine. Mm. And that's just words. Mm-hmm. And so if you think about it, we're 70% water. And so fascinating thought, really. Think about what, yes, thoughts are very powerful, mm. but words are 10 times more powerful. So if you think to yourself in the mirror, ugh, you're so disappointing. And then throughout your day, your words are kind of affirming that. Your body seventy percent water. How is your body and your systems actually responding? Well, the science shows us that water is affected by it. And so, what is the the, the fluid in your body? How is it responding to your thoughts and beliefs? Mm-hmm. And so, when we can shift the frequency of her belief systems by transforming trauma, the whole frequency of the being changes. And that's why so there's, there's supporting research that shows like from the Domar mind, body, women's center, that says 55% of women that do a mind body fertility study are pregnant in six months. That's amazing. So there's power to words. And that's, um, part of the work we do is yes, like, you know, positive affirmations and things like that, but it starts with the shift of those limiting belief systems into something more empowering. I love that, especially because, you know, with, with our community, we're, we, we have a very large community and we constantly have posts and comments and so much going on there. And the thing that has been a reoccurring trend that actually I think we've discussed as our admin team in the past is that we go through these phases, um, where we'll just see so much negativity, about self, so much negativity about the fertility journey. And then especially when someone's struggling and we were 
we're on a, we're in a season right now where like this last week or so, you know, I, I always think the holidays kind of bring this on because people have a tendency, you know, to announce pregnancies at a holiday or share because you're around family, but just to hear over and over and over again, like, oh, this person got pregnant without trying. And why is it always so hard for me? But there's this just like, in a way, there's this, this negative uh, thought process that seems to like underlie so much of fertility culture. Um, it's like we have permission almost to just kind of like settle into this. And it's like, be okay with it because, you know, it's hard. And I get that having been there, you know, we've been there multiple times. Our fertility journey has not been easy. So I understand the mental struggle that goes into like cycle after cycle, not seeing that positive test and going through that. But it's like, there's this, this whole the, just this, this acceptance that we can just kind of like throw ourselves under the bus and be okay with it. And what's, what's crazy to me is that usually when we, when we're going through comments, monitoring the comments and whatnot, it's very rare that somebody will jump in and be like, Hey, you know, like I'm encouraging you because you don't have to say those things or believe those things or, or, you know, you, you know, you know, like trying to encourage someone to like, you know, feel good about themselves for a moment. Instead, it's just more and more and more negative comments, which I, which just kind of refeeds that cycle of like negative negativity begots negativity. And then here we are with this giant circle of just, everyone's just, negative and it's it's toxic and it's so hard to break out of that so I can only imagine the freedom that women experience when they've had that that opportunity to get that support that hands-on like hey let's hold on here let's evaluate this let's work through it let's shift this to, to suddenly it's almost like you give yourself a gift because it's like, you see the world in a new way. Um, I, I see you shaking your head. So I can imagine this is something that you're, you experience with clients. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, something I witnessed from a, like, I, I just witnessed from a distance when I stepped into the fertility space, I just took inventory and I, I kind of just checked out the culture and it was, didn't take me very long to realize that there's a lot of toxicity mm-hmm. that is embedded within the infertility culture and it's not their fault. Mm-hmm. Um, they just don't, aren't aware of how this is affecting them incredibly mm-hmm. powerfully. Um, not to say if you just shift your language into speaking positive and life's great, you're going to get pregnant, but I mean, let's make the journey a little easier on your mental health here. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. So part of it is pattern interrupt. And so, you know, whether there's someone coming into your group saying, Hey, Hey, hey cancel, cancel here, guys, let's, let's shift the energy here. This doesn't have to be the story or the mindset or the vibe today. These women who are at least work with me or, you know, work with someone else in the, in the mindset space can make them aware mm. so that they're not absorbing all that shit so that they not carry that into the rest of their day, feeling like crap on top of infertility. Like um, at least they're becoming aware and what they can absorb and what they can deflect. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to absorb that. Yeah. And I think you, what you just said, that word aware, you know, a lot of times it's just, we don't have the awareness that we don't have to live in this state. And even just opening up awareness about, you know, oh, I can, 
I can maybe not read this. I can maybe not comment on this. I can shut this computer or set down my phone. I can take a break and that's okay. Uh, it's like, it's almost like you need that permission to be like, okay, it's okay not to do that. Um, yeah. To just remove yeah. yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, that awareness, like, let's talk about hypnotherapy for a minute. A lot of people yeah. are probably wondering like, what the heck is hypnotherapy have to do with anything? <laughs> You're going to yeah. start like making me bark like a dog and like, where's her pocket watch? Um, <laughs> But let's just understand like what hypnosis yeah, is. please. Like you, every, whether you've been hypnotized before or done hypnotherapy before, don't your, let yourself be fooled. You are already hypnotized. You already in, are in hypnosis from society, from culture, from trauma, from your parents or your whoever brought you up. All hypnosis is, is mental conditioning, how you have been conditioned to be. And so a lot of people get like freaked out by the word hypnosis because thank you, Hollywood, mm. for those okay. awesome movies that are yeah. creepy. <laughs> but, but that's not mm. what hypnotherapy is. We're all already hypnotized by something, by the music we listen to, by the movies we watch, by our culture. Um it's my job as a hypnotherapist really to dehypnotize you. Um, and replace whatever belief systems that you have that aren't serving you with some positive ones that support the direction in life that you want to go. So hypnosis is really just meditation with a goal. So majority of women come to me because they're like, okay, like I want to get pregnant. Can you help me? All right. And then some come to me and they're like, all right, well, I've got this really big fear of needles and I'm doing IVF. Well, that's a goal. Or, um, my husband and I are just not vibing since this infertility thing. And I really want to ignite our relationship again and reunite us despite what happens. Or I had a really traumatic birth and Mm. I need to be able to heal the PTSD before I try to conceive again. So you see what I mean by a little Mm -hmm. little bit goal oriented, like they Mm -hmm. they have an issue and they know where they want to go. And so Mm -hmm. they can go to therapy for it. Or they can go to hypnotherapist and just kind of expedite that a little Mm -hmm. bit faster. Yeah, that makes sense. And so like for someone who's listening to that, someone who's curious, they, they want to know maybe what, where they can connect with you, what that next step looks like. Do you mind sharing? Yeah. So you can connect with me best on Instagram. And so on every social media platform, you can find me at her world hypnosis. And so just at her world hypnosis, you'll find me on Instagram. You can drop me a DM. If that feels scary, you can click on the link in my bio and you can schedule a consult where we can have a no pressure deep dive on your specific life and issue. Or if you want to try hypnotherapy out and just really see what all this is about, you can start streaming my um, pathway membership, which is kind of like an app that um, you can stream it for seven days. That is on everything fertility from I can't sleep and I want to fall asleep and get restful sleep to support my hormones down to baby blocks, down to a whole IVF series. Um, And it also includes my signature program, which is the Fertility Frequency Code, which is a 12 week program of just igniting your frequency. So you are no longer just depressed and anxious in this journey, but vibing on life and really just on a higher frequency. 
Mm, yeah. And those videos are wonderful. I checked out that trial and really just found them to be so just, I, I just feel like they're so calming, which I'm sure is part of the goal, you know, to really just kind of settle into this yeah. space where you can yeah. relax, which, which, you know, for, for someone who that's been, that's been work that I've had to do over the course of over a year, working to get my system into the spot where it will allow settling. And as soon as I turned those on, um, when I was checking them out, I was like, oh, wow, this is like, it gets you in the space where you're ready to listen and you're, you're, you're ready to kind of, you know, just, just work through it. And so that it's definitely all of that is worthwhile to check out, but, um, we're going to include the links so that anyone who's listening can just get there easily because that's, that's part of the reason why we wanted to bring you on the show was to give them an opportunity to get that window into what, what hypnosis is beyond what they've seen in some wacky movie or television show, because it, it's, it's very helpful and can provide so much. Um, yeah. So for, is there anything else that you would want someone to know before we wrap up for today? You know, I'd like to just highlight something that you probably, you just said that you probably didn't realize you said, um, and it just expand on that, but you know, we can explore the baby blocks. We can do the feminine masculine energy work. We can, you know, do all the things to support your fertility specifically. However, I don't want anyone to underestimate the power of safety mm, and deescalating that nervous system. And I'm not saying mm. like, just relax. Like we've all <laughs> that. it's not, it, it goes beyond. Okay. So l- let me just say this. It's annoying. It's mm, frustrating. Yes, it it's infuriating to hear, but maybe there's something there. And I'm not talking about mm. going to relax and go get a pedicure, relaxing your subconscious mind out of survival mode, out of masculine. Let me survive and protect you. Make sure that you don't die because that's in the mode that we get in fertility to, Hey, I'm protected. I'm safe. And I can thrive now because I'm safe. I'm in my safe mode. And subconsciously when ladies, we are in safe mode, that's when we get creative. Mm-hmm. That's when our bodies can create life when we feel safe. And yeah. so that is one of the biggest beautiful things that hypnosis offers women in the fertility journey is to get out of fight or flight mode, perhaps that you've been locked into for years and have your subconscious mind take an exhale so that you can surrender to miracles. So it's nervous system work. It doesn't have to be complicated. Put your headphones in, exhale, and really just let hypnosis in your mind do the work. It's simple. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it it sounds almost too good to be true, but the truth is that if you're willing to do the work and put in the time, it can provide so many benefits. So many. Yeah. Well, thank you for taking the time today to chat with us, introduce us to hypnosis, chat about all the things and share your story as well. I appreciate just just this half hour or so that we spent together. It was awesome to be on with you. Thank you so much, Anna. Well, for those of you who are still with us, thanks for hanging out and listening to the whole episode. Um, You can find all the links to connect with Natalia down below in the show notes. So please, please do that. Go head over to Instagram, give her a follow, Um, check out all of her resources on her website and connect with her. She's got a lot of great stuff to offer you. But with that, 
that wraps up today's show. Um, I look forward to being back with you with another show here soon. So if you haven't subscribed yet, be sure to do that so you don't miss all of the goodness that is to come. Well, with that, I'll be back later. Bye for now. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts and we'll give you a shout out in an upcoming episode.